0: plushcare.com slash weight loss hey hey waffle gang i do hope you are well my name is mark and today we're checking out some more relationship stories if you do love a relationship story why not consider hitting that like subscribe maybe that notification bell too even joining the channel if you want to by clicking that join button down below or clicking the link tree in patreon and joining up there never any pressure to do so though you just being here is more than enough and let's crack straight on with today's first story much love guys now this story does follow with an update as well and it's from not always a cheater who says my 27 female girlfriend of two years won't forgive me for cheating on my ex-fiance 28 female and i'm 28 male at a loss i'm just gonna jump in Background. So I know this sub often quotes, once a cheater, always a cheater. I agree and disagree at the same time. I cheated on my ex-fiance when I was 24. Had recently found out after my mother passed that she was not actually my mother, but my grandmother. My junkie sister, who OD'd when I was 15, was actually my bio mum. My fiance at the time, Alma, told me that I needed to get over it because there was nothing I could do. She stopped wanting to talk to me even if it was about her day and I felt emasculated constantly. She refused to have sex for months at a time and I withdrew. We both stopped trying but neither of us were ready to let go as we were high school sweethearts and were afraid of being without each other. Long story short, I had a one night stand. In the moment, it felt nice that somebody was interested in my day, in me and found me sexually attractive. And then it felt like someone dropped a boulder on me I told Alma immediately the day after and we split up. I am by no means proud of myself for cheating. I felt sick to my stomach, looking at myself and took a year to reevaluate my life. I moved apartments, hit the gym, ate better, tried Buddhism and now I feel better. Alma and I even got together after the year to talk things out. She apologized for pulling away and I apologized for cheating. We forgive each other. We'll never be great friends again, but I feel better knowing that we won't cringe when we see the other person. I met my now girlfriend, Sasha, at a mutual friends party. I got her number and we really hit it off. When we broached the conversation about past relationships, I told her what happened between me and Alma. I told her that if she had any questions or if this made her feel uncomfortable, then to let me know. She seemed fairly understanding, though she never had cheated or been cheated on, and we continue to have a wonderful relationship. We moved in together in November. Now-ish. About the end of February, she started to become increasingly curious about the cheating. She asked me if the one-night stand and I ever talked after, if she knew I had a fiance, if Alma wanted to try and work things out, if I ever tried to get with other women in relationships, etc. I answered her honestly to all and let her know that if she's concerned that I'm going to cheat again, I'll keep my electronics and such open to her. Things seemed to be alright for a bit until I noticed that Sasha was compulsively going through my electronics. She didn't ask me any more questions regarding my infidelity, but just became very jealous and controlling. For example, three weeks ago, I had to take my computer to the shop because it had been acting buggy come to find out that a keylogger of some sort had been installed on my computer. I brought this up to Sasha and she asked why I took my computer in, that it worked fine for her, and that maybe it downloaded when I went onto some porn site. Another example would be Alma messaging me on Facebook last week, wondering why I sent her and another girl from high school text messages. I had no idea what she was talking about and she sent me screen caps from a cell phone number that's obviously mine. The texts weren't inappropriate, but obviously out of place. They just tried to strike up a conversation, but were obviously not done in my tone. Again, I asked Sasha, and she seemed genuinely clueless and baffled. I checked my online account, and it confirmed that the messages were sent from my phone. Yesterday, Sasha and I went out to celebrate her friend Danielle's promotion. When Sasha went to the bathroom, Danielle brought up cheating. She told me about this ex that cheated on her all the time and cheated in all of his relationships. Once a cheater, you know. I told her that for some people that's true, but I think once a cheater should be reflective of the relationship that someone cheated in. I always know Alma will see me as a cheater. I can't take that away, but I never want to cheat again. I never want to step into a relationship and be treated like a cheater. I explained this to Danielle without referencing my past infidelity. She laughed and told me I diluted myself and that Sasha better keep her eye on me. Sasha came back and I excused myself and told Sasha I felt sick and wanted to go home. She wanted to stay and said I could just Uber. I Ubered home and watched some Netflix. Sasha came home a little tipsy and began to slyly ask if I came home immediately or if I detoured. I asked her why she was being so distrustful as I felt I kept communications open to her and have not given her a reason to not believe me. She went silent and excused herself to go to bed. When I joined her, she was on her laptop and slammed it shut when I entered the room. Today, I'm fuming. I've done everything, I feel. I can help to alleviate any worries of cheating. I've done my best to be a better person than who I once was. I'm at a loss and don't know if this is a normal reaction when you date someone who once cheated. Is this worth salvaging with Sasha or should I just cut and run? Now, I personally think you was honest and upfront about your relationship when you, when you got into this new one. You told her about your past infidelity and was even open to, you know, for her looking at your phone if she ever wanted to. But the fact that she went down this route of placing a key logger onto your computer texting people from your phone and trying to get additional information that way rather than being honest and communicating with you as well yeah as we say big red flags there for me but as always before we move to the update let's cover some comments from the post long life noob says and quotes or should i just cut and run and then says yep she's pretending to be you and texting people from your phone and asking her girlfriend to try and get dirt on you not salvageable sorry man an Opie replies saying, I just don't understand why she felt the need to text Alma or the other girl from my high school. I don't understand if that's insecurity or crazy, but I guess I need to create a quiet exit plan. Any tips? Zoom Zoom 42 says, and quotes, come to find out that a keylogger of some sort has been installed on my computer, then says that alone would be a deal breaker for me. By the way, when you run, be prepared for her to tell everybody you cheated. She sounds immature enough to do that. OP replies again saying I guess I foolishly hoped that she was right, that somehow I had inadvertently downloaded it. The guy at the computer shop just kinda hung his head if I asked him if it was a possibility. Writing this all out with each instance really opens my eyes. Chaos Collector says, dude, run, this is so beyond okay. A keylogger, texting people from your phone. You deserve someone who treats you based on your actions. You did something at a really bad time in your life that you regret and have bettered yourself from your past shouldn't be held against you op replied, saying it infuriated me that she text alma i felt that it could have potentially dragged her into rehashing things about her past relationship that don't need to be but sasha just acted so baffled and confused i for a moment believed that she didn't text them and had no clue about what i was talking about Maryik says, Run from crazy. You cannot fix this. She has crossed so many lines. And Opie replies once again saying, I felt that if I kept everything open and reduced lines, then she wouldn't feel the need to cross so many. Fuck, writing that all out makes me recognize how wrong that was. Walk through this says, You're being treated like shit. She crossed a whole bunch of lines. Time to go. Find someone who understands that people make mistakes honestly when you got here and quotes when i joined her she was on her laptop and slammed it shut when i entered the room and then says i expect she was having an emotional affair with someone and trying to catch you out to make her feel better be done with her bullshit and Moise says as everyone else keeps saying yes drop her she is not good to you i wanted to comment about your cheating though i find it really understandable and wouldn't be nearly as worried about that kind of infidelity over the more obvious forms like lots of one night stands and casual encounters. I can't say you were justified in cheating, but it's entirely fair that you needed all the support and that your girlfriend would occasionally cut you off. It's tough breaking up overnight when you've been together so long and some relationships break over time. Now we're gonna move on to the update to see what that says. So updates, so I'm just going to sum things up because there's a lot of detail and it's great for long stories with friends, maybe not Reddit. Sasha told me she was going to visit her mother because there was a health emergency last week. I took her to the airport and immediately moved all essentials out of my place to a storage locker not far from it. I had my computer and phone scrubbed of keyloggers and trackers, there were several on each. A good friend of mine offered me his spare room until the month is up and I had to leave a 30-day written notice for Sasha in the apartment. I decided it would be best to wait until she got home to let her know we broke up to not distract from her family. The day before Sasha was supposed to fly back, I received an eerie Facebook message from Alma. Apparently for the past couple of days, her home had been messed with. Someone left gates open, tore through screen doors, broke a couple of pots in the yard, and she felt like she was being watched. She asked if there was any chance that I or Sasha was behind all of this. It pained me to say, but part of me thought Sasha or Danielle might be, as I had no idea where Alma currently lived. I informed her about the keylogger, the trackers and other issues. Alma asked what kind of car I drove as she had noticed the same car driving by several times and was now parked at the end of her block. It was not Sasha's vehicle or mine so I assumed Danielle might be stalking Alma on Sasha's behalf while I was gone. Alma asked if I would come deal with this as she was very upset to be involved involuntarily in this issue and to at least provide company so she wouldn't be home alone. She gave me her address and off I went. Come to find out, Sasha never boarded the plane. She bought a ticket and turned around as soon as I did. She rented a car and went to stalk Alma, probably in hopes to catch me going back to Alma, which in her eyes happened as soon as I showed up to Alma's place. I arrived and Sasha came bulldozing out of her rented car towards me. She kept screaming at me for cheating on her, that she knew I'd run back to that slut and the second that she was gone. I couldn't keep my dick in my pants. Alma came out of her house at the sound of the screams and Sasha tried to sprint at her. Thankfully, Alma was able to get back into her home and lock the door in time, while Sasha began to hurl things around her yard. The police arrived and took everyone aside for statements. Alma showed pictures of prior damage, photos of the car parked at the end of the block, Facebook messages between me and I did the same. Surprisingly, it seemed that Sasha didn't deny any of it. She even admitted to stalking Alma's Facebook enough to determine where she lived based on photos. The worst moment was when they put Sasha into the police car. She looked me dead in the eye and told me that what she did, she did for me and our love together. We will be together, she swears. The police officer apologized and said I should start looking into a restraining order ASAP. So that's what I've been doing this week. I think I want to be single for some time now. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Wow, and what a turn that took. So it went from the whole cheating thing to OP's new relationship stalking his ex. Crazy level behavior there. And it it sent a chill down my spine at the very end when she looked at OP in the eye and said, you know, we're sort of meant to be together and we will be together. Holy moly. Absolute madness. But what do you guys make of this story? And there wasn't many more additional comments from OP on that just sent that they, you know, they've got lawyers on standby and, you know, a restraining order. And both Alma and OP will be looking into home security systems and they may need them in the future. But let me know your thoughts on this one and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Notaro850, who says, my girlfriend's girl nights out included friends' SOs and I felt left out. So to make a long story short, my girlfriend of nearly three years has always had her girl's nights out every two to three weeks or so, which is perfectly fine because I also had nights where I did stuff with my friends as well we're all in our mid to late 20s by the way but yesterday while my girlfriend's friend and her boyfriend hung out at our place the boyfriend referenced something that happened on saturday which was her last night out i was confused and after a bit of probing found out that not only is he a regular on these nights out but her other two friends bring their own boyfriends along as well It's just me who has never been asked nor informed that these girls' nights out weren't the just need to be with my girls for a bit relaxing nights as she used to claim. Literally a few weeks ago, we talked about her upcoming night out with them and she told me something like, sometimes I just really need to be with the girls. Of course, I asked her once we were alone why she never brought it up or why I have never been invited but she just kept claiming that the guys weren't always invited and most of the time they just tagged along. Honestly, I feel pretty alone and disrespected right now. Plus, even now, almost three years later, I feel like I am barely in her friend group. I feel like if they were all meeting up anyway, I could have been there and maybe have become friends with them as well. Unlike her, I do invite my girlfriend around to do stuff with my own set of friends a lot now it feels like it wasn't just a girl she wanted to see but rather that she just didn't want to spend that time with me while her friends had no problem spending their time together with their boyfriends I don't really know what to think or what to do now we do have an update to this one as well and I'm trying to think of the reasons why girlfriend wouldn't want the boyfriend to tag along in this because it doesn't seem like it's just their boyfriends tagging along and just at a coincidence kind of thing. So my first thought out is, and this is gonna sound horrible to say, is she embarrassed of you in front of her friends in some way? Have you ever done something that might make you, that might make her embarrassed or is she just being a bit toxic like that? Another thought, maybe the boyfriends don't like you or maybe even the girlfriends don't like you as well. Again, it's all horrible things to say, especially to OP, but I'm literally just throwing reasons out why it might be the case. And all of them are not excuses to me. You know, Girlfriend should be talking to you about this and not just leaving you feeling this way about yourself is totally not right. So let's head on straight over to the update to find out the reason why. Well, hopefully anyway. Hey, so first of all, thank you all for all your comments. I couldn't reply to them all due to the thread being locked. I read through them all and I did what I probably should have done directly when it first happened. I went and talked to her. To make a long story short, there were never any girls' nights out. These were all simple nights out with her friend group. So, why wasn't I invited? Because they all hate my guts due to her own fault, according to her. My girlfriend said back when we started dating, she'd always vent to them about me. All these small issues we fixed between her nights out and literally never talked about again was all her friend group knew about me. Issue after issue, but never how we fixed it together as well. She realized that as well and stopped venting about me, but at that point it was, according to her, too late. They'd always joke about me behind their backs. The feeling I had of being ostracized on the rare occasions where one of her friends would hang out at our place wasn't just a feeling after all. They do really hate me. I simply wanted to know why she was okay with that and why she wouldn't stand up for our relationship she said she wasn't okay with that but what could she do her friends would have shit talked her if she said anything not only that but her friends have me as the butt of all their jokes in their minds i'm an incompetent impotent buffoon all these fucking side eyes i got when i would talk to any of them wasn't just in my imagination i talked to my girlfriend back then and she'd always say it's just in your head bit of gaslighting there too. To be honest, it made me mad that she was trying to be the victim in this situation. And I don't know why, but finding out that they despise me and my supposed to be girlfriend is tolerating it and wouldn't defend me made me really, really upset. If I'm being honest, at this point, I kind of mentally checked out and I already knew that I won't allow this disrespect and that this relationship is already through. Yet there is so much I just don't understand. So I asked her simply, why? Why would you be okay with any of that? And why wouldn't you either stop being friends or literally demanding them to stop talking like that about us and about me? All she said was something like, you know how I am. I don't really like being the center of attention. I just kept quiet. Finally, I just asked her if anything would change going forward and she said she could try talking to them individually, but she said it in such a timid way that I don't think for a second she actually meant it. Anyway, long story short, I broke up with her. It sucks and I feel really badly about myself right now. I've always tried to be the best version of myself in this relationship, but knowing that there is a whole group of people out there who literally hate me and the one person who is supposed to love and defend me no matter what, yet didn't, kind of sucks. And there were some comments of interest where Opie replied to him. So one redditor asked, So I got her ask, what was her reaction to being broken up with? Opie replied saying, she cried and begged me not to, but as I said above, I asked her if anything at all would change. But even then, she wouldn't budge. Then another comment, they replied and said, I was 99% sure I was going to end that talk broken up with her. But after seeing her, In action, in the actual talk just solidified it so much more another comment said she left for a bff's apartment and hasn't messaged me yet but to be honest there isn't really anything she could say to change my mind by now another comment i loved and still do love her a lot but i'm still trying to process her friends more or less bullying me indirectly and her literally just being okay with it and final comment saying this isn't the kind of person i thought she'd be nor the kind of person I want in my life and that's an incredibly sad story and I think if I was in OP's position I'd feel very very similar to OP as well knowing that your partner the person that you love the person that you trust is off somewhere else won't invite you because of of stuff that they said in the past even though it's been fixed now but will still let her friends talk about you so badly so negatively and is happy to go along with it, and let's face it, probably laughing along with it as well. Again, I'm assuming there, but I can't imagine she just sat there straight face when they're making these jokes about OP, or complaining about OP. Is she getting involved in those comments as well? Because she's certainly not defending OP, is she? It is incredibly sad situation for OP, but i got to say it in some ways, and it's a way I always try to look at some things. I think it is a minor, although OP won't see it this way at the moment, positive update for themselves, because they deserve better than this. They deserve a partner who's gonna turn around and say, no, look, we, our relationship's changed over time. We've both made mistakes and we've worked on those, and we're better people now, and my boyfriend deserves to be here which he's clearly not getting at the moment, but deserves it. So in that way, I see it as a positive that OP can now move on with her life and find someone that they deserve, that will look at them in a way that one more time, they deserve. But what do you guys make of this story? What if you was in that relationship in OP's shoes and you found out this information, you was being left out because of what the friend group was saying, because of past history, that's been fixed now. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. A huge thank you for getting involved in the stories the last couple of days. You've started my 2022 on an absolute massive high. And thank you so much. You're absolute legends. As I said at the start, if you do love a Reddit story, please consider clicking that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Thank you very much, you cheeky so-and-sos. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love.